0: Good morning, everybody. This is Grant from State of the Spark, and I am super pumped for today. we got a great show for you. We're going to be covering the five questions you absolutely need to ask for your quarterly alignment. Yes, we're going from Q3 to Q4, and whether or not you are a solopreneur or whether you're just doing side hustles, it doesn't matter. You need to be doing your quarterly alignment. You could be a nonprofit. You could be an organization. you got to be doing Your quarterly alignment. We're going to be covering why the draconid or draconid meteors are hard to find. And we're going to be covering the most nightmarish balloon art you have ever seen. I guess it's coming up on October, so we need to do the creepy things. We're going to be covering all of that and more before we do anything. You know what time it is. Morning cup of gratitude. What are you grateful for? I'd love to hear what's getting you started this morning, what you're pumped about, what you're focused on, what are you grateful for? Are you grateful for anything? If not, why are you here? If you're not sharing love and sharing gratefulness, what are you even doing? Listen, before we get started, make sure you like or share the show today. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Let's talk about what we're grateful for. Let's do it. mm I'm super grateful for my wife. She's been awesome. We've had a a, a challenging, stressful week or so just within the business and within our empire. And she's just a huge grounding force. I went into the bathroom this morning and I saw a dry and race and it's actually been up there for like a week or so. And I've just left it there. And it just says, I love you. And I left. I leave it, even though it's in the middle of like your morning mirror time. I love seeing it there. I'm also grateful for my little brother, Clark, who's hosting a Dungeons & Dragons, virtual Dungeons & Dragons run, and I need to make my moves, but he's game mastering this thing remotely with a bunch of people, and it's just awesome uh, to have that little thing going on where I could step into imagination land and do it. And I'm also grateful for, third thing, I'm grateful for a phenomenal book I just came across one of my favorite small business authors right now, Michael McCallowitz, he's fantastic. And he finally addressed the elephant in the room, and that's marketing. And he's dealt with it in a huge way. I'll be probably unfolding more of that as I get through the book on marketing. Um, but it's a huge elephant in the room because a lot of small business ailments would simply be solved with marketing. But so few people want to get different, get weird. Hey, let's get weird. Let's get different with our business so few of us want to do that. We're afraid not of getting weird. We're afraid of what people will think when we get weird. We're afraid of falling, not necessarily falling on our face with a marketing attempt, but we're afraid of what people might think watching us fall on our face. And so marketing is, the market is a lot of the same people. So I'm very grateful for this book right now. Those are the three things I'm grateful for. Look around your room. If you're not posting what you're grateful for, whether it's now or whether you're seeing the show later in the day, what are you even doing? Why did you even show up? (laughs) Tell me what you're grateful for, and let's talk about other news. (coughs) So the ever-elusive dragon of fall. The draconid meteor shower. I'm probably saying this wrong. It might be something more like draconid meteor shower. I was practicing that before I came on the show today and I couldn't figure out how to say it exactly. But the draconid, the draconid meteor shower, it's elusive. So a few quick things that people might not know. The draconid meteor shower is when we pass through comet 21P, also known as the Giacobini-Zinner. Giacobini-Zinner comet. We pass through this comet just like we do uh, Halley's Comet or any other comet, we pass through that tail. Think about that. We have one elliptical plane that we operate on, and on a 360-degree range, that elliptical plane is actually very narrow. And think how many times we actually pass through the tail of comets. It's actually quite busy in empty outer space. But it's elusive specifically because where what they call the radiant point of a meteor, basically the radiant point of where we see these things come out of the almost direct north. And so it's harder to see these particular meteors or this meteor shower than other meteor showers. And so they recommend that on October 8th, which is the peak, it runs roughly between October 6th, we'll be passing through a meteor shower, the tail of a meteor between October 6th and October 10th, the peak being About October 8th, they recommend going out in the early evening more than the early morning. A lot of times, for meteor showers, I recommend going out into the early uh, morning. For the Draconid meteor shower, go out in the early evening and you should have quite a display and just put it on your calendar. October 8th, go out for drinks with friends, sit on the back porch, turn off all the lights, and see if you can't catch some meteors. Thanks for the like this morning, Root. I hope you're doing fantastic, sir. So if you want to learn more, I've got a link for you for the Draconid Meteor Shower. Boom. And just to remind you that celestial events are going on, regardless of the business and the markets and the making of money and what's going on spiritually, what's going on in our community, there's still celestial events that give zero Fs, and it's fun to have that cosmic view once in a while. I dropped that link in the comments. I'm going to put it over here as well. Boom. There you go. And that is how you view the Draconid Meteor Shower. Let's talk about the creepiest, the creepiest balloon art you've ever seen. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So I'm going to put this up before I say anything. I'm going to put the link in the comments before I say or do anything. Because the level of creepiness speaks for itself. Seriously, it's from the Nerdist, and you might see in the thumbnail right there, you might see in the thumbnail below, like, what is this? This is an artist, DJ Moreau, M-O-R-R-O-W, on his website, let's get it, where's his website? Uh, his website known as Balloons in Bold. This guy is a balloon art nerd, and he suddenly decided to do some of the creepiest Caravaggio paintings there are. Think saturn devouring his sons or judith beheading Holofernes, uh and i did have to look that one up or the nightmare which is the one you see in the thumbnail where apparently this gal had a nightmare that this little uh gremlin was on her and it's in balloon art you've got to see this thing click this thing it is insane now dj moreau is big on balloon art and for those who don't know uh, balloon art is like a pretty huge thing, and we even have in town here the balloon coach, and she teaches people to do balloon balloon art, build a balloon business. Um, but this person, DJ Moreau, has taken it to the next level. On his website or her website, actually, I'm not really sure what gender there is. On their website, you can check out them also doing Jurassic Park, Nightmare Before Christmas, and all kinds of other less scary, less creepy funner pieces of balloon art. So go ahead and check that out here. Let me actually make sure it's over there as well. Boom, boom. There we go. So there you have it. This morning's other news, something to make you just a little more interesting when you're talking to people today, like creepy ass balloon art, you know, people are going to be talking about something with the Middle East or Afghanistan or, or something in Tallahassee or Washington, D.C. And you'll be able to talk about creepily gremlins made out of balloons. There you have it. You're welcome. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So let's talk about this very quick. This is the quarterly alignment reminder. So listen, we know how a quarter goes. You start out a quarter with big goals and you've got like these plans and you might even like a lot of us uh, with my coaching clients uh, on the beginning of Q3, we begin to think about the holidays. Grant, that's like June or July. You're absolutely right. At the beginning of, uh, I think it's July, the beginning of July, we start planning for the holidays. Why? Because October 1st is right around the corner. And if you have not planned what you're doing, again, if you're a solopreneur, if you're a nonprofit or an organization, uh, if you're a ministry, uh, or if you're a full-blown business team, It doesn't matter. It applies to all of you. You're all trying to be in front of people's eyes and be involved in the holidays in some way, shape, or form. Now, at Spark, we actually do things a little bit differently. We actually try to not create a lot of marketing, a lot of hype, and a lot of heat around the holidays, per se. We do try to create awareness, let people know what's going on. For example, um, instead of Black Friday, we do opt outside. Uh, we don't make our teams work on Thanksgiving. We don't make our teams work on Christmas, um, that sort of thing. Yes, we have people in the office for those, those weeks, but we make sure everyone takes the holidays off and we try not to create this insanity. And besides, in the world that we live in with the website company, it's well near and difficult, well near impossible to get anyone's attention. So you need to know your business cycles So, at the beginning of Q3, our teams and our coaching, my coaching clients begin to look ahead, or those in the Patreon account who are following kind of our methodology of running, managing, and delegating their businesses or their projects. Um, There's a whole channel for that in the Patreon, we have a Discord where we talk about crypto, we talk about personal health, known as the TLE, but we also talk about business because we're trying to create time and financial freedom. We're trying to build freedom together. Your time freedom, your financial freedom, and and running a business is part of that. So the quarterly alignments are absolutely critical for you to have a framework. Now, um, we've got several frameworks, and I will actually do a longer video Um, And if you're in the Patreon, I'll actually upload the free printable poster. You could just take it or send it to your local Staples or your local uh, Office Depot or whatever your print house is. Print it off and it's just like a two foot by three foot poster that we have up and we we put that up in our office. So if you have a side hustle or if you have a small business or even if your goals are around crypto and freedom or infopreneuring or TikTok influencer, I don't care there's, there's, you can, you need to track these things on a quarterly cadence. If it's just you alone in a room or you in a room of 10 people, it doesn't matter. You need to do this quarterly alignment. So I've got the five things I absolutely cover at minimum in a quarterly alignment. And I believe quarterly alignment should be broader. I think they should be more symbolic. I think there, there should be a lot of ritual. It should be fun. It should be energizing. It should be corrective because everything gets off track. So, but here are the five things that if it's just you alone in a room, the things that should absolutely be both on the poster, but the questions you should ask yourself. And I'm going to go through these pretty quick. Um, You could write notes or you could replay this later in the day, or just join the Patreon account and you can get access to the downloadables for all of this. But the first thing is this. Step one. Uh, This is step one. This isn't the question you ask. This is step one. Set the time aside right now. So right now, we're about to approach October 1st. What you need to do is you need to go to January 1st or uh, the days around the beginning of the new year and you need to put on the calendar right now. This is the first thing you do. Hey, when are we meeting next quarter? Let's just get that out of the way. Let's look ahead at holidays, vacation time, How do we want to kick off the year? Some people want to do it just before the new year. So they actually do it like a few days just before in December after Christmas, that one week. Some people want to do it, you know, immediately after the new year because they don't want to create too much hoorah around January 1st. Some people actually wait until January 15th because their people don't even get back to the office or pick up pace until like two weeks after the new year. I like to do it right around the first because I love the symbolism of threshold moments. We've talked about that. So the first thing you do, set time aside right now. Open up your calendar. Look ahead to December, January and say, when will we do our next quarterly event? And here's what I recommend. I recommend you set two days, two full days aside. Now, maybe one of them's a Friday and another one's a Saturday. If it's just you, And you're a small solopreneur. If you're if you're leaving your new business and you're part of the great resignation and starting something new, it can't just be you or your partner or your spouse or your kids. Set Friday and Saturday aside. Make Friday a focused work day, and you're going to build towards that day so that you have no production work. Well, what's production work? MSPBA. We cover that in the Patreon. We cover it in the Discord. Go get all that information there. And if you have, or go back to our videos about what MSPBA stands for. But oftentimes, you're going to be spending 80 to 90% of your week just doing production work. But when it comes to your quarterly alignments, carve that time out build toward that day so you have no work, no production work due on that day. Set the expectation with your clients, email them, text them, or deliver all your stuff early, whatever it is. That's the first thing. Make it sacred. Let your family know. Hey, I'm going to be out of touch. Let your social media following. Hey, I'm going to be offline for the next two days. Whatever it is, set that time aside. Number two, review the last quarter. You got to actually review. You can't just set goals. You got to ask yourself, how did we do? So did the organization hit its macro KPIs and goals? You've got to know that. Did, did we actually hit our KPIs and goals? Chances are, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but the space shuttle on its way to the moon is off course 99% of the time. It's okay to know I'm off course. That shouldn't be an emotional let me down. You should just know, did my organization hit its KPIs? And most of the time, the answer will likely be, no, no, we didn't. But you need then to know why or why not. So oftentimes, if you follow the Spark methodology of huddles and how we build business, again, we mentioned MSPBA, but another major framework is your huddle framework. Thursday huddles are absolutely important because you should be doing 1% improvements all the time. So when you ask this question, did we hit our organization goals? Why or why not? You should be pretty aware right away. We didn't because of this. I'm having an employee issue. Well, if you have an employee issue, you have a management issue, meaning you're the problem, right? And we're always solving for that. This is like 80% of all problems in a business are probably the delegating employee issue, but that's neither here nor there. You need a review last quarter. You need to ask yourself, did we hit our KPIs? Did we hit our macro goals? Why or why not? And then the second thing, because this makes up so much of this business, did the team individually hit their KPIs or their big rocks? We can define big rocks uh, in uh, uh, in the Discord. Good morning, Jared Bennett. My boy, Jared Bennett, just like the thing. I hope you're doing phenomenal, Jared. Man, I haven't seen my guy in months now. Uh, we used to do uh, lunch quite regularly, but uh, that's my guy right there. I miss seeing him. I love or I love seeing his face there because I miss seeing his face in real life. So, review last quarter: Did your company and organization hit its macro KPIs? And did your team of individuals hit their individual KPIs? And did they deliver on their big rocks? We can define big rocks in the Discord, in the Discord, and how it differs from KPIs. That's number one. Review. So uh, like, how do we space this out? We're going to, you could ask, we could get in way more detail on an actual syllabus for, uh, what we call an offsite or a quarterly alignment. But if you're a solopreneur and you don't want to blow the money and if you're in early stage, you don't need to spend a lot of money getting away and doing all this. So we have a bulleted outline that we can give you that you can download and just use as a framework for yourself. Um, so you know how much time to spend on a review. You want to spend a little bit of time, but you don't want to browbeat it. You don't want to spend forever on it. The second thing you need to do is you need to set team goals. And these are not individual goals. These are goals that the whole team will contribute. We'll break down everyone's individual goals later in your quarterly alignment. But at first, it's MSPBA, marketing, sales, production, bookkeeping, and admin. Each of those need their own KPIs. And a KPI is simply this, a key performance indicator. So in marketing, asking yourself, how will we, here's the word, differentiate How will we differentiate this quarter? Listen, if you're in like our website company in the website space and you're like, our prices are X and we deliver hosting and design. Well, lowering your price isn't much of a differentiator. You're still doing the same thing. You're still buying the same Facebook ads. You're still going to the same networking groups. You're still not niching. You know, that's very convicting for us. So in marketing, how are we going to differentiate? And then you need a measurable KPI for that. We're going to do X amount. If people in your industry don't do expos, we're going to go to expos, but not expos for our industry. We're going to go to our niches, expos, and we're going to be, we're going to try to find an expo where there's no other service provider like us. Okay, great. If you are a product, like uh, my guy Clay Canning is texting his Facebook messaging right now. He's the owner of Screen Skins. And um, he's messaging me for some website help. Um, He has a product he delivers. So how are we differentiating? Maybe he can get celebrity endorsements where others can't because he's got contracts with some of these awesome sports uh, organizations. So how are you going to differentiate? Number two, sales. Are you closing enough? Not enough of leads. Are you closing enough of the right leads? Are they good quality leads? Now, we did a process last quarter, and this is one of our reviews. We did our process last quarter where we actually started gating how many people we offer. We were only onboarding two new clients a month, uh, and we do that at the first of the month and then the middle of the month, and they're like basically openings and a wait list. And at first, this was awesome. People were more than willing to be booked out But I'm losing my nerve because I'm not seeing many more people go, hey, I'll take that. In fact, nine times out of 10, people are like, when can I get this done? They're not even price shopping as much as time shopping. And maybe we need to now in sales, maybe I need to have that as a new KPI. How can I increase my sales by offering X? So are we closing enough of the right leads and having a tangible number? 12 new website leads, 120 new screen skins sold, or whatever your product or service is. If you're in the nonprofit space, $50,000 raised this quarter, whatever it is. Or, or the opposite, and, and a lot of nonprofits always have two KPIs. That's money in because that's a form of sales. And then that service provided, meals delivered, housing delivered, uh, missions trips that we've put on or something to that effect. Number three, production. Basically, are you delivering on time with enthusiasm? You could measure this by happiness of clients. You know, our KPIs, we have zero frustrated clients. Great. Zero lateness. Great. Uh, or it's the inverse. We have 100% quality on the quality check or something like that. So having a solid KPI in the KPI should be attached to a problem you had in the previous quarter. You should be shoring up the business. So don't just make an arbitrary KPI. Pick one that measures up and matches problems you had the previous quarter. Number four, bookkeeping. Were we profitable? And if you follow the SPARK methodology, which is really the Michael Michalowicz profit first methodology, follow us in the Discord to talk more about profit first. But you should it should be a no-brainer that you're profitable. But how's your trend How's your last 12-week trend? You should always, every week, be doing a rolling 12-week trend on income and expense. Basically, net profitability. Are we improving? And is our trend over the last 12, trailing 12 weeks, uh, solid? How is that trend? Are we rising by 1%, 10%, 20%? Are we declining? You know, And that will determine your mode of operation. And number five, admin. Did you take your regular admin days? Did you do your regular huddles? Did you realign with your team at every effort? Um, Or have you not been called into the day-to-day? Have you not been called into a role that you've delegated? If you have delegated a role and you're called into that role too often, what's going on? Why are you being called into this role? And that conversation needs to happen. So in terms of setting team goals, in terms of admin, how many times throughout the quarter where you called into a role that's not yours. So you need to kind of compartmentalize that. And you are like, Grant, it's it's not so cut and dry. Okay, well, one of your KPIs is to make that cut and dry this quarter. You got to make it cut and dry. You don't want any gray area because gray areas where you, the person trying to build time and financial freedom, trying to build your empire. If you keep getting sucked into the gray area, you're sacrificing your dream of time and financial freedom your goal is to build this thing and to delegate it. So delegate it. And, and and if you can't guess, I'm talking to me, right? I'm preaching to me right now. So the other thing you want to do is then set individual KPIs. Once you've set the organizational KPIs, then you go to the individuals who make those things happen. And you say, here's your KPI." Or you ask, what is your, how can you contribute? How are we going to measure your success? Here are your KPIs. And then here's your big rocks. Big rocks are one-off projects. That should make your systems improve, make your clients experience better, make you more profitable. They're big rocks that, that you task the people with that it's binary. It's one or done. It's not a KPI where you're always measuring it. It's, hey, here was your big rock. How was your big rock this quarter? And then deliver them something in the form of a scorecard, whether that's a text message or a PDF. Give them a scorecard and say, hey, we're going to check in every two weeks on how this is going because how serious are you? about your time and financial freedom. You've got to grow. And your business is the thing that everyone's thrown in on. It doesn't matter if it frustrates you. It doesn't matter if it's not even your core calling on the planet. This is the thing you're doing. If not, and you don't want to bring excellence to it, then you need to quit or walk away or close the thing. But if you're going to keep it around because it's a money machine and it's and it could be your apex thing, if it's your apex thing, it's a no-brainer. You're going to bring excellence. But if it's not your... your your opus in the world, that's okay, but still bring excellence. And so again, if you can't tell, I'm preaching to myself here. So so create the scorecards for the individuals. And again, this could be a simple Google doc that simply says, here's your KPI for Q4, date it. And then what's the cadence that we're gonna do check-ins on? I think that that's something that I need to do this quarter is how do I do like two every two weeks, just do check-ins? And here's the final thing I recommend for a quarterly alignment. And, and don't miss this. Celebrate. Make it a ritual. Show gratitude. You might have employees who uh, got one foot out the door and you might be angry with them. That doesn't mean there's not something to celebrate. They might be dropping the ball. You still have a responsibility to create culture. I still have a responsibility to create culture. And as we create culture, we need to constantly inspire. We need to also do non-work things together. We need to get our brains into other modalities because then someone's going to have an idea and it's, and it's going to be more creative and you would have built that culture. And let's face it, if someone's got one foot out the door, you could go in hot and heavy and just like, get out of here. I don't like managing that way. And, and that comes with its own flaws. But one thing that always works is having a very dense, strong community because someone will opt themselves out of that pretty quickly. Now, if someone's detrimental, proactively detrimental, you do need to like fire somebody. They could be nice. They could be mean. They could be aloof. They could be engaged. But if they are detrimental, you need not be deluded and you just need to have a conversation. Hey, is this the best place for you? Or I don't know if you're thriving here and you need to turn them loose, but- Aside from that, someone might be in, they might be out, and you're not really sure if investing in them more is going to help, and they're not really sure if giving more is going to help. But one thing that can always work is creating a, a, a stronger core of culture, which we're pioneering, we're trying to figure out right now because remote teams are very difficult to manage. So confession, we're working on that. But you can always join us in the Discord, and we can carry that conversation on. So that's where we're talking about those things. So those are the things. Set the time aside now. Review. Last quarters, take your time with it. Set team goals, then set individual goals and in, in Big Rocks, KPIs and Big rocks, and then celebrate. And then listen, if you want to get these as downloads, if you want us to unpack any of these terms, if you need this education, man, jump over on the Patreon because we're talking about this stuff all the time. We're unpacking this stuff. We're also doing our crypto alerts for things that aren't small business. We're also talking about that. So get on over there and join us on that. Listen make sure make sure you do your quarterly alignments if you have a small business that's contributing to your empire building if you have a small business that's contributing to your time and your financial freedom make it worth your time do not continue to spin your wheels jump in get this quarterly alignment going and then also follow all the other huddle structures but this is just your friendly reminder that as the, as the quarter goes and the machine starts getting wobbly and loose to go in there and tighten the bolts a little bit and tighten the nuts and screws and put those wheels on a little bit tighter and fill that thing with a gash and polish it off and go, okay, let's get this thing back running tighter again in the areas that we've neglected. That's just entropy. And that is always what a house investment is, what a stock investment is, what life is. Life is entropy and humans go in there. And in one aspect, we're agents of more entropy undeniably. But in another aspect, we also hold back entropy and we make things a little more beautiful. That's your responsibility today. So listen, I hope you have a phenomenal Wednesday. If you want more conversation, more details and patron only content, materials, downloadables, you can get all of that right here at the patreon yes this is where we're focusing all of our energy and supporting you transparently we love it we love giving good stuff and listen there's uh we have our first 10 spots available it's limited to 10 right now and it's only 10 bucks so jump in there get your downloadables get involved in the conversation join the discord ask your questions and we'll get you taken care of but no matter what you do today remember the mission Igniting lives of explosive significance, starting with your own. Have a killer day.